Hi, I'm Josh. And I'm Philip. Welcome to Pretty Little Guyers, the show where two middle-aged men discuss their favorite teen mystery drama, Pretty Little Liars. Hello, Philip. How's it going? Going good, going good. We are here for episode three. Yes. Pretty Little Liars, To Kill a Mocking Girl. It's <laughs> such a stupid title. <laughs> it's so dumb, but I love it. I love I love corny pun names. Yeah, I just didn't feel like it was a good one. <laughs> it's not so. the best. Yeah, I you know, there I feel like with as much stuff that happens in this episode, there were a million other oh god, yeah. titles that you could have gone with. But hey, you know, it's early on in the show, so you can't expect perfection right off the bat. <laughs> also, I'd be curious to know if these titles are any like I don't know if this was the case, but in the there's a book series. Yes. And so I I'm curious if these were the names of the like the chapter titles maybe hmm. like I that mean, i would like to know or is this something that they did themselves i would think it was just something they did themselves because it just yeah. seems like a lot of shows type titles but i don't know maybe yeah we will okay. have to investigate yeah i want to know more about that also i did do some investigating i said i wasn't going to last episode <laughs> uh but the the jennifer aniston the brad pitt reference oh yeah um, the missing the sensitivity chip. It's based off of something Jennifer Aniston said in an interview uh, when he started dating Angelina Jolie. So it was right. It was about the Brangelo. Yes. So it, it was tied to that. But a quote. Okay. Yeah, it was like an interview from like 2005 where Jennifer Aniston is like, yeah, he was. I don't think she said the term abusive, but I think that she just said that he didn't handle that situation very well. Yeah. And that's what it was related to. So I, I did actually look that up. <laughs> look, we're on it. <laughs> because I was curious. I was like, okay, I do kind of want to know. After listening to the episode, I was like, all right, I kind of want to know what this well, is. Well, good job, Phil. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one one mystery solved. Hey, that's what we're here to do. Right. Solve I don't know if we can make mysteries. any sense of the rest of this insane <laughs> episode, but let's see. Yeah. Well, in this episode... They continue to pile storylines on. Oh, it just keeps coming. And I think that is something that this show does well, is that they they have all these storylines that they just keep adding. So you're not really paying attention to... One thing or... One particular thing. And so I, I do feel like as I'm watching this show, I'm like, did I miss something there? Mm -hmm. You know, should I be paying more attention to this? It does a good job of just, like, dragging you along. Yes. Like, you're just in it. Yeah. Along for the ride. I would feel like uh, one thing I loved about this episode is I feel like the theme of it was uh, the liars are over it in many different ways. They are done with people and their bullshit in many different directions, and uh, most of them go off at some point in this episode, and it's beautiful. Yeah. I feel like this was an episode that focused heavily on muffins. <laughs> and that's not even the case. But I just noticed watching this both times that there were references to muffins specifically. 
Okay, all right. So I don't know if there's a love for muffins. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be seeing more muffins. At all the right. end of the day, it was actually only two scenes. Okay. But they stood out so much to me. Oh, I think, I'm remembering a dramatic. Okay. Well, I think one just because it's so dramatic. Yes. That it just is ingrained in my brain forever, but... Yes, uh, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, we will we will note muffins as they come. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, this episode starts. We are in the woods. Mm-hmm. All the liars are there, wandering through the woods. They are going, trying to find. This was very odd. It was just presenting us with this information, but I'm like, what is happening? They're looking yeah. for a shed that's somewhere in the woods that presumably they and Allison used to hang out at when mm-hmm. they were all friends. And they're trying to find out if they could still find it. So I don't know how long ago it was that they went. But Spencer looks at a tree and says, well, it's 136 steps (laughs) from that tree to the shed. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an insane thing to say. But it's something you would expect from Spencer. I mean, like, a parody of Spencer. Which, but... All the I felt like maybe I had reacted the wrong way because I was like, oh, that seems like a Spencer thing. But then all the girls are like, that's weird. How do you remember that? Right. Have you been here more recently than you're saying? Yeah. So it leads me to believe that it was a while ago that they that they well, that they would not know where it is. Yeah. I don't know what that was. (laughs) It's yeah, it's kind of a weird thing because it seems like it's significant. In some way, because they're going to put up, like, um, a shrine, so to speak. Yes, they want to um, do a shrine, some sort yeah. of memorial to Allison. Yeah, and so it's it's weird to me that, like, it, it has enough importance to where they were going to go set up this shrine, but they forget where it is. Right. Like, is this a large forest that you're going through? Is this, like, a national park? Right, who knows? Because to me, this feels more like... The small town, little bit of woods. Well, the woods, much like Rosewood, are infinite yeah. and mysterious. Who knows? Yeah. I thought about sitting down this week and, and trying to figure out the map layout of it all. And oh. then I just said, this is too tough a task. <laughs> no, I want to. We are going to do yeah, that. We yeah. are, because there's a bunch of clues in this episode or like mm-hmm. details of locations. Yeah. We are going to do it. We're yeah. going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't even remember what they tell us later on about this. So that's one of the fun things about rewatching is not remembering everything. Yeah. But yeah, they're looking to build this shrine slash memorial. They're wondering if they shouldn't be not sneaking around in the woods and looking suspicious. Should they just Arya mentions just making a memorial on like a park bench or something, and then whoever killed Allison will have to see it every day and be faced with it. Where Hannah drops the bomb that she's like, if she's dead, and they're like, uh, girl, we went to the funeral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is uh, Hannah putting her foot down and being like, well, I think she's still alive. Yeah. And then, of course, like all the other girls are freaking out as if that's not something that they would also possibly be thinking about. Well, it's hard to say. It's like, yes, they're being, as she points out, they're being harassed, yeah. if not directly blackmailed, by an entity that knows things that seemingly only Allison could know. But then there is the fact that they buried her body. Yeah. Um, Hannah doesn't mention if she thinks it's a local town or government conspiracy cover-up. <laughs> we don't really get how she thinks this is possible, but she's just like, look, I know what I know, and I don't think the bitch is dead. Yeah. 
And then we hear twigs snapping in the woods, mysterious rustling in the bushes, and the liars are freaked out. Spencer thinks it's a rabbit. Hannah's like, <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, it's just a rabbit, Hannah. It's not going to answer you back. And I felt like she was kind of being she was mean being a to bitch. Hannah. I was like, don't do Hannah like that. She's like, well, because even at the beginning of this scene, they're like walking and she's like, oh, yeah. Or like Hannah's swatting away the bugs. Yeah. And Spencer's like, oh, they're attracted to your makeup and your hairspray <laughs> and your lip gloss. <laughs> well, I mean, she was, but I actually like that. I feel like what it was meant to be is like them just like playfully messing with each other. They're like, it is. You're the glamour girl and you're the airhead. It just I'm felt the uptight. Like, you know, like we have our roles. We know them about each other. We accept them. Yeah. It just felt very much like this scene in particular. She was just going after Hannah. <laughs> she might have been. I mean, this kind of was like a Hannah versus the liar scene in a way because she's got true her own views that they're not necessarily lining up with. Yeah, but I just felt like Arya should have been the easy target in this one when she was like, this stress is giving me hives. <laughs> All right. It's like, like oh, you relax. Yeah, your dress is giving me hives, Arya, but yeah, I didn't say it, anything. Take it down a notch. <laughs> um, but the girls are like freaked out now. They're getting scared. They're like, let's just leave. They're about to leave when they get the first A text of the episode. Mm-hmm. Heads up, BFFs. It's open season on Liars, and I'm hunting A. Which that's is, creepy. That's a pretty creepy. That's uh, one of the most extreme texts, I think, or messages yeah, has sent yet. The lack of responses that those girls gave in the second episode, that should all change now with something like this. Well, A had to bump it up. They're like, okay, how about I'm going to hunt you bitches down in the woods? <laughs> Are you paying attention now? <laughs> Do you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 I, cause that even got my attention where I was like, oh, okay, that's <laughs> creepy. Yeah. You know, because those were definitely not small animals st- stepping on twigs. Right. That was like a full-bodied human being. <laughs> so it would seem. Uh, so we cut from there to the Marin kitchen. So, of course, Detective <laughs> Wilden just hanging out at the fridge in his towel, nothing else on, looking at some butter or something, asking... What makes this stuff so spreadable? As if to say, <laughs> like your mother. So, I felt like this, I was hoping, was a writing. <laughs> right. Like something that they actually thought about and put time and effort into. Because I remember in the previous episode, oh, there was a Those few eggs times, were over easy. Well, for me, I was just like, his police work is not that good. No. Right? But then right off in the very beginning of this episode... He solves a mystery <laughs> because they talk for a bit and then he goes, oh, it's canola oil. It's canola mystery oil. solved. And he actually says mystery solved. So you think that was there just to show us his just like, if you doubted detective, his detective prowess. <laughs> he does the work. <laughs> he takes the time. And I thought that was such a... I just love that he's always there in the morning in the kitchen talking about breakfast and making what could be double entendres in my head at least. Oh, the whole time. About how spreadable things are. (laughs) I feel like the next day he'd be like, oh, do you want some eggs Benedict? Like I'm going to dick your mom? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. There's times, and we can talk about a little bit more later in the episode because he makes another comment that I'm like, 
okay, are you like, are you hating on Hannah? <laughs> or is this just your personality? You're just always sleazy is, at all yeah, times. Is that like all you can say is sleazy things? I think so. It's ridiculous. But Hannah's, again, with the girl, she's over it. She oh, not having it anymore. <laughs> he steps out and Ashley shows up and she's like, Mom, you don't have to do this. And uh-huh. she's like, do what? She's like, squeeze his grapefruit. <laughs> I thought that was such a great line. And then followed by even what I thought was even a better line where she's just like, I don't eat breakfast, Mom. He's like, and neither do you. Yeah. Like, what are we even doing here? <laughs> like, you're changing our lifestyles. Yeah. For this guy. This idiot. Yeah. <laughs> but Ashley explains that she's waiting for him to get the charges dropped officially from yeah. the department store. And they don't need an enemy on the police. Yeah. She's she like, very adamant about that. Yeah. And she has a point. I mean, she's wrapped up in this insanity, but yeah. like, let's not turn him against us just yet. Yeah. But you could also walk not down and see him in a small towel and be like, hey, not around my daughter. Right. You know, like maybe chill out. Right. Maybe put on some clothes when you're in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe leave before my daughter wakes Seriously. up. So this isn't such a weird, awkward thing. Yeah. And Not he... to mention, you are still on a case that is involving her. Yes. <laughs> and Hannah basically says that she kind of understands where her mom's coming from, but that she wasn't planning on having to get him a Father's Day card. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is great. And I love how Ashley's like, if you're getting anyone a car, it should be me. It's yeah. like, you see what I'm doing for you? And it's like, I don't think they Hallmark makes a card for thanks for banging the police to get me yeah. out of shoplifting, Mom. I feel like there's got to be at least one. Like, you go to the Hallmark section, and there's just that one card for something kind of... They're like, hey, just in case. You never know. You never know. It could happen. Um, but yeah, he definitely, in that scene, I was just like... Because then it ends with, like, them finishing their conversation. He's, like, hiding behind the oh, wall with, he's like, listening. a devious look on his Yeah, face. so we know, like, he is... He's psychotic. He's fully aware of the situation he's creating and yes. the, the discomfort. He has but, no problem with that, if not actively encouraging it. But this scene in particular, that look on his face, I was like, you're a psychopath. Yeah. Like, you are trouble in not a good way. Well, it's like it's almost playing with this trope that you'll see on in detective shows and movies where it's like, where like the detective will push buttons and be provocative to like get at the truth, right? To like make you, your guard come down and make you slip up. And it's almost like that behavior, but just completely inappropriate in all directions and unwarranted and yeah. insane. Exactly. And that's the thing. Because when I watch those detective shows, I'm like, I'm interested in this personality yeah. trait with him. I'm like, no. No. You're disgusting. You're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we go from there to a cafe where Arya's having breakfast with her parents. Yes. First mention of muffins. Oh, right. Yes. Because she's a big fan of the poppy seed muffin. Yes. <laughs> I also like the uh, the father worshipping reference that, they, that she mentions almost immediately when he recommends the biography of um harper somebody, lee yeah, yeah the i don't know <laughs> the writer yeah. i think it is harper lee yeah wrote, of to kill a mockingbird, mockingbird. um but i was reading that for mm-hmm. a class and saying how much she's enjoying it and... yep 
And then I like that that she was like, oh, yeah, if you read the biography, you'll understand the father worshiping or it's a little bit more clear mm-hmm. once you read the biography. And I was just like, "Ooh, OK, right. Let's hit that. Let's <laughs> hit that nail on the head. All right, it's like, um, daddy issues. I don't want, let's not pull up that thread. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what this is? <laughs> right. Her banging her teacher. I don't have time to hear about my relationship <laughs> with my father. I've got an older man to meet. <laughs> yeah. But then we enter uh, Meredith. Ella goes to get more muffins for her and Aria. And Meredith shows up. The younger woman that Byron was banging. The that Aria record. caught him. Yep. Uh, yeah. Shows up with her crazy, intense fucking eyes. Yes. Those are crazy eyes. Yes, truly. I, she walked up that first time, and I was like, very much like the detective. I'm danger, like, Will Robinson. Danger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever your plan is moving forward, I'm not a fan, and no. it's not going to go well. No. Yeah. And Arya's just looking like, bitch. Arya's response in this scene, flawless. Because she was like, oh, being away in Europe, it must have been so boring to come back to this town. And she's like, not really. <laughs> you know? And then later on, I think Meredith says bye to her or something. She doesn't even say anything. She just stares her down. I'm like, you go, girl. Yeah, Arya is none too pleased <laughs> with this homewrecker showing up in their lives and at their breakfast. Yeah. And she asked her dad, why can't she just graduate? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which he explained she did. And she's a teacher's assistant at the university he works at. Which so I, he can't I, avoid her. I remember when he said that in the previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she now works there. And then her immediately turning around <laughs> and being like, why is she still here? And it's like, you know, he just Ari told you this. doesn't remember things that aren't about her all the time. I know. I know. <laughs> But yeah, so now we Meredith is still in the mix, we see, and we go over to the Hastings kitchen, which, yes. what a morning is going on this there. This was a great breakfast montage yes. for all the characters. Showing how, like, the lives of, of each of these, their yeah. perfect little snippet of mm-hmm. the lives of each of these families. And this, and I love this scene, too, because um, we get to see more of uh spencer's mom we meet her for the first time here actually oh this is her first yes. time okay yes. i thought Veronica. she was in that first episode there was a different actress for half a second and a different actor playing her mother and father like just standing behind her and they oh, like okay. hug emily's mom or something yeah because i was like or, I, yeah. I don't rem- i thought i remember seeing her but okay no this was the first time yeah, we meet- Veronica. yeah because it was just yeah. the dad peter at that awkward the dinner dinner yes yeah so now we meet veronica which this from what i recall will go with the trend where they are almost never in the same place at the same time no in fact i want to see if it ever happens i might have a running theory that they're the same person oh okay we'll see Oh, interesting. But interesting. we, uh, yeah, we meet Veronica, who I'm a big fan of. Um, Me too. She's pretty rough in this scene, though. Uh, she kind of has uh, a Mariska Hargate look going. She's very stern, and it's obvious that she either hasn't had her coffee yet, <laughs> or is only doesn't have enough coffee in her system. For her daughter's bullshit, no. Um, But I also feel like she needs more caffeine at all times. This is Leslie Farah, the actress. Okay. Veronica Hastings. Um, Yeah, so obviously we're dealing with the... The fallout. The fallout from 
Spencer uh, being involved in whatever way of breaking up yes. Melissa and Ren's engagement. Melissa is on the now I have to cancel everything. Yes. Get all my deposits back. Yes. You know, all the things you have to do when your wedding is ruined before it happens. Exactly. You know, which valid, you know? I mean, there's a lot, like, a lot of those, like, weddings are expensive. Yeah. It is a whole, and they you are know? in high society. They have, like, all these official announcements to make besides just the ones you personally have to make for everyone. Mm-hmm. And Melissa, it's, Melissa's not very good at being sympathetic. Um, no, she's absolutely probably not. about as sympathetic as she gets in this scene, and she's still like, "Ugh, this bitch." <laughs> well, and I love too that she made she went out of her way to get up and throw away all the magazines one right at in, a time, right in front of Spencer. Right in front of Spencer, she's like, "Oh, let go of this dream, bam! Yeah, this hope gone. <laughs> yeah. This one, nope." <laughs> Spencer ruined this one as well. Smash. It's so passive aggressive and wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Spencer is trying to defend herself. She's saying, look, I didn't bang this boyfriend <laughs> this one time. Look, I know that this has happened before. <laughs> right. But this time it was not my fault. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, she's like, I don't want to be blamed for something I didn't do. Like, he tried to kiss me, which is a valid point. Like, he came at me in my own home, an older man. That's a crime basically yeah you brought a criminal into our house good job melissa yeah yeah it was uh but it's it's understandable melissa's having trouble buying that you know spencer has a past where she's made a move on her boyfriend in the past at least one other one that we know of and to be fair when she walked in that kiss was yeah that was a pretty intense kiss yes it was reciprocal at least for a second or two before yes there was a got her wits about herself seven to ten seconds i feel like which of course would be where she would conveniently walk in and only see those yes and then she pulled away but yeah it was definitely like i can understand (laughs) melissa's uh feelings towards her sister but i love veronica i I love that her response to all of this is basically just like oh girls (laughs) it's like spencer do you have to let your whorish (laughs) sneaky ways upset your lonely (laughs) depressed no one will ever want sister yeah (laughs) I, she, she handled it the way I would have expected her to handle it, and I thought it was graceful. She's very, very wasp, but she also establishes she's a lawyer. Yeah. She makes a comment about I do that. like that she makes those few comments about, like, you know, having to deal with this as a lawyer. Yeah. Which is is something that I hope we get more of with that character, where she approaches parenting in a very lawyer sense. I think we will. <laughs> I and want I think that. she's going to need it. I want that from this character. Yes. You know, these... It would fit perfectly <laughs> just in from the, this household. From, well, just from the little bit we've seen, all these liars are not far from within need of, of legal representation at all times. Yes. Like, on constant call, you know, 24-7. <laughs> you know, some some moms take a legal-minded route to helping their kids. Some just bang the police, you know? Yep. there's Yeah. These are the different households, like we said. We're seeing yeah. how they do things. But it's a very waspish response she's not particular she's she's supporting her daughter melissa she's like well i'll make those calls for you sweetie you don't have to do that but she's not exactly like oh sweetie you know she's not an outpouring of sympathy or support right right. she's not standing up for her daughter spencer but she's also like spencer's like i didn't do it and they're all like both look at her like please well but it's like this really heavy situation in the family and she's just like 
oh, get to get to school, girl. <laughs> her most men's are like she's not looking. It feels like something that needs to be unpacked a bit more. This is like a pretty intense scenario, you know. But only because they were getting married, right? You know, I think if this was like just a boyfriend situation, right? This, but would they're not be the two response that you high school girls. One's older with an older fiance. It was like you said, an engagement. Like, however, from a parent's perspective, the way I feel is the reason she handled this is because it's like what's done is done yeah you know we can't change what happened your marriage is over does your sister suck yeah probably (laughs) but let's just move forward like it happened let's go let's just you know take care of appearances (laughs) yeah and that's really what it is you know because they talk about going to the club you know and melissa even mentions in the scene how she doesn't want to face all those people in the country club and look we get more from veronica as it goes on and she is one of my favorite parents i think definitely liked her she's sympathetic to her daughter she's a good mom but she just she doesn't seem great to me yet here um i do love that spencer's on the defense about being you know accused of these things and she takes that moment to turn to melissa and say maybe you should ask yourself why ryan felt the need to and veronica looks at her like bitch not the time and she just shuts up immediately yeah. <laughs> yeah as she should because yeah. that is maybe not the the right time to bring that up or well throw she that was in her face. she was upset that she couldn't eat breakfast she was upset that her mom was forcing her to remain in the kitchen yeah where she was yeah, her not... mom's like i just had your yeah. sheets dry clean you're eating at the table yeah i don't care how uncomfortable it is she's like you you uh slept with your sister's fiance in the bed now you have to lie in it yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like no, I'm going to... And, and I, I liked that as a parenting tactic. I was a little upset, and here's where the muffins stand out for me in this episode, <laughs> that she just threw that muffin away. Yeah, she was just too depressed. She She's like, I'm just going to go to school and just abandons that poor muffin. Yeah, I was upset. I was also upset that she used an entire plate to put a muffin on, and then <laughs> yeah. you just dirtied up that plate for nothing. Yeah, for nothing. Really, it's just... It's wasteful. That muffin joined the trash can with those <laughs> magazines of... <laughs> Broken dreams and wishes. <laughs> yep. So we uh, now go to Rosewood High. Hannah is hanging out with Mona. And talk And they talk to Sean. And we meet Noel Kahn. Yeah. One of Sean's friends. And Noel is having his party in the woods. His in cabin, the cabin party. Yes, yep. his cabin party. His parents the are going to be out of town. cabin party. Yes. <laughs> this is the big party. Like, this is the one to be at. Yeah, this is that party that you see in every high school TV show or movie. Yes. Where it's like, this is the big rager where everyone goes crazy, and this is where all the stories... This is the time to lose your V-card. Yeah, this is, you know, all those high school stories that people tell well into their 30s happen at parties like this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And Mona is talking to Hannah once they leave the boys, you know, about how she's surely gonna bang sean there and she's like well have you even slept with him yet which you think the two of them would know i guess it kind of speaks to maybe a level of of superficiality of their friendship right if she doesn't know that offhand i mean i guess you could say she's respecting her privacy but yeah you would think she would be aware of of that it's also weird too how she talks about how like them having sex like oh you haven't gone you yeah. haven't had that how do you even of- know if you're really together yeah <laughs> Like, this is not good advice. 
That was the line. That was just like Mona. Right. That's so unbecoming of you. <laughs> yeah, this is not what not what uh The old Mona would have never said something like right. that. <laughs> but yeah, new Mona's like, no, we, we have status to keep up. Yeah. You gotta bang that boyfriend. Let's make this happen. Report to me later. Yeah. Um then Maya shows up and talks to Emily. Mm-hmm. And of course Ben shows up too. Ben being Ben. Yep. And oh Emily's just right away is like, uh, hey Maya, why don't you come to the party with us? I insist. Well and Don't make me go with my boyfriend, please. I would have said the same thing after that stupid fucking line that he said. Where I guess they were making a reference to like wolves or oh, she was saying how it was like some tradition some type of tradition at the school and he makes a comment where he's like oh well there was definitely some howls have been heard there she's like is this like a annual state of debauchery or something or pagan ritual i think she calls it yeah and he's just like well there was definitely howling last year and i was just like (laughs) i hate you i hate you so much yeah she's like please come maya yeah maya's like sure and aria is talking to spencer at spencer's locker and spencer is stressing over a history paper, which I'm like, how does this girl, I get that she's got a lot on her plate, but you think just typing out a history paper for Spencer would just not be that hard, but... Also, too, early on in the school year, you're not really, they don't pile on... Isn't this, like, the second day? I don't, I mean, again, the timeline, but... first or second week at most. Yeah. And the fact that you're, you feel already swamped, I mean, I could believe it from her, what class load she might have. You know, it's an Mm. AP class. She's going to have all those. But you're right. They still, there's some kind of. It definitely puts doubt in how I feel about Spencer's abilities (laughs) to handle. And maybe it's very quickly you're seeing that level-headedness go away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So, yeah, I felt like. But also, too, it was a subject that I was like, that's a hard subject. It was like Russian literature or history or something. History. It was like AP history. And AP classes are no joke. It's true. I took one AP class in high school. I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. Yeah. You know. Um, But yeah. We're established she's stressing over her coursework, amongst other things. And then in walks Jenna, (laughs) our girl. But she is not alone this time. Nope. She on her arm. She's got Toby Cavanaugh, yes. her stepbrother. Yes, played who was by referenced... Keegan Allen. Is it? That's his name. That is okay. his name. Uh, yeah, he was referenced in the last episode. Yes, they mentioned who he was. He was the perv spying on yeah. them that Allie claimed to see looking through the window, and why they went to his garage for the whole Jenna thing, and blew it the hell up <laughs> yeah and we do get a flashback here yes um when they see toby it flashes back to the explosion again that <laughs> very yes h- high production hollywood explosion <laughs> yes and just like in one of those hollywood films emily flashes back to it and seeing toby carrying jenna in his arms mm-hmm. away so this is sort of filling in what we were led to believe that that she lost her sight in this accident that she was in the garage, she was nearby, something. And Aria, of course, he's back in school too now? Oh yeah, they can't believe it that these two people <laughs> didn't just die. I Although I will say at the same time, if he's already graduated, it is kind of weird that he's there. Has he graduated? I can't remember. Have we established that in this one? 
Oh, I thought he was. Oh, I guess no. Not they, they never actually said that. No. They just say he's an older boy. I think. But they I thought said he was older. I felt like they said that. Oh, she was saying that he used to go there because yes. they sent him to reform a school. reform school. Okay, yes. I thought that meant. I took that as he had already graduated. So never mind. It's yeah. not that weird. Yeah, I can't remember if he goes here or if he's just dropping her off. He might be yeah. a year older than them. Okay. We'll see. Your thoughts on Toby's looks? He's got a lot of face. A lot of, yeah. There's a lot of features. They're coming at you real hard, real fast. It's intense. It's a lot to take in. I yeah. won't say he's unattractive. It's it's odd. He has odd features. Yeah. As the show goes on, he kind he, of finds... Yeah how to feature his he, handsomeness a little better and he I, also shows off his other attributes yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> those out but he's he's just he's got a lot of face it's some yeah. strong bone structure some intense blue eyes it's the strong bone structure is what it is yeah it's very very strong where i'm just like whoa yeah but like so strong you're like i'm not necessarily like damn you're hot i'm just like that's a lot of face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the, and because he has this like very serious. Yes. This whole episode. Look, he's. You're just like. Super stern. I can't read you. Kind of crazy all. looking. Yes. No emotions. Yeah. On his face. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Maya is still with Emily and she's asking her, you know, who's that guy? She's explaining that, that like you said, he uh, went to reform school and she just tells her after he set his garage on fire while his stepsister was in it. <laughs> I mean, let alone leaving out the fact that they were responsible. Not getting right. into that. just But not even presenting it like, well, I guess there was a fire. They think he caused it. Yeah. I think his sister was around. Like, like she made it sound like he just did it while his sister was in there to, like, burn his sister alive or yeah. something. And then or Maya, stepsister, we and should then, say. And then Maya goes, should I be scared? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, of your new girlfriend, because she's the one who did that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> yeah we uh oh we're still in school but here's wilden again detective yep. wilden showing up harassing the girls at school again but this time only to talk to hannah alone yep. and <laughs> the liars are uh talking about it when she goes in there like why are they talking to hannah and they're all like oh because she's the weakest link yeah and they're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is they all agree if anyone's gonna spill the beans it's gonna be hannah <laughs> they do and i love that if you're gonna sweat someone out yeah like they're not even trying to be bitchy here no. they're just like yeah no that's the one yeah they all agree it's like if we're going down it's gonna be her yeah she's gonna be the one and to be fair hannah is just now like starting to show and, and claim and know her own inner strength yeah but you know fair statement uh so then we and then Al, uh, Jenna walks by them at that point and just in all her glory says, whisper, whisper, whisper. Almost feels like Allison is still here and just keeps on walking. She's got those one liners. She does just to say these cryptic yep. fucked up shit. It's like she knows they're on edge. Mm -hmm. So she's like, let me just push them a little bit more yes. with these because they work. They yep. definitely work. Every time. You know, you, you're definitely questioning her involvement in what's going on. Yeah, her yeah. knowledge of everything, really. Yeah. And so then we go to what is going on in the office with the Wilden and interrogation. Yep. Yep. And... <laughs> Where he immediately just says that she used to be fat and unattractive. Yes, yes. He's like, oh, she used to be a real fat schlub, huh? Came a long way from the hot mess you used to be. Which triggers Hannah to have a flashback of 
And now they've officially put her in, I guess, the fat suit she wears, which yeah. is just a little extra padding. It's it's not much. It's not much. She's just wears like hoodies or sweaters and has yeah. a little bit of padding around, you know, she her has midsection. A muffin top. <laughs> yes. The muffins are back. <laughs> they were all <laughs> They were all allusions to this moment. Yes. They were all foreshadowing. It was just just leading up (laughs) to the Hannah and the fat suit reveal. Yes, but they are at least now officially giving her the teeniest bit of fat. Not fat. No, not at all. Not fat. I mean, I think that was typical at that age anyway. Because I I think it was junior high, right? The flashback? uh, or maybe like freshman year. Or maybe high school. freshman year. It's yeah. hard to say, but yeah. you know. But I also I get it. Like it's 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 by no means is she fat, and yeah. it doesn't matter if she was fatter. But you know, there, it, it was a time where that was even more a thing. You yeah. know, and it's still a thing. But and you have a girl like Allison, Queen Bee, you know, nagging her about it all the time. Like yeah. you know, she's insecure about it. That's right. it's reasonable, but at the same time, like it's not actually reasonable because she looks beautiful either way. She's fine. Yeah, she's still attractive. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's her insecurity. Yeah. <laughs> she calls herself Hefty she, Hannah. She refers. She finally refers to the nickname. And again, we are not here for fat shaming, but that is a hilarious nickname, Hefty Hannah. It's great. It gets me every time. Yep. Because she calls him out. She's like, "You're what here to ask me about? You know how much weight I lost, and <laughs> you just don't think." You know, hefty Hannah would would have to, like, go after Allison or she couldn't do it on her own or yeah. something. Yeah, I I enjoyed this back and forth between the two of them. Oh, yeah, because this is, again, this is where Hannah has officially had it. And she goes off and it is glorious. Yeah, She's like, oh, what about uh, your day's... Doing keg stands yeah. and yeah. lighting fire. I don't even know what else she says. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like, oh, doing a little detective work, yep. have you? She goes, I'd like to know who's joining us for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, damn, but it's also like, how did you research and what did you do? Yeah. And I guess she just found that he had his own little wild college days. It wasn't anything that wild no. that she laid out. But He was a partier at one Yeah, point. and it's like, no shit. Yeah. This guy sucks. He was the biggest college frat douche I am positive yeah i would be more surprised if he wasn't in a fraternity at some point i doubt he is any different than he was then yeah yeah he definitely peaked in high school yeah Yeah. and then burnt out in college yes yeah and then became a detective detective, (laughs) a shitty swarmy fucking asshole yeah but uh and she says he references some pictures in the yearbook which i like how he pointed he's like who's this and i've looked at it and i don't think it's character we ever see i think it's truly does not matter, but hey, if this comes back and it's some kind of clue, that'll be awesome. We, but we I missed it because I I do remember thinking like, who is this I person? Looked, I don't recognize them at all. Yeah, they don't bring it up again in that scene or that episode. And mm-hmm. I even looked, and from every pausing, I can do there's a glare over the name. You can't even read the name. Right. I think it's an arbitrary, just like, well, okay. what about this random person? Is this something? Yeah. I'm just asking you questions. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Just doing his detective work. It, randomly, He's on the hot literally right now. flipping through pages. Uh. Moving his finger in there. How about this guy? Yeah. <laughs> is he, this someone important? He's confident from figuring out the canola oil thing earlier. Where he's <laughs> he's like, on a roll. <laughs> can't be stopped. <laughs> he's like, I'm a star detective. I'm going to get her. This is the moment I get it. her. <laughs> yeah. And she calls him out, though, because she's like, oh, I missed the yearbook photo that year. Yeah. 
And you probably actually... would have known that because it was at my house. Yeah, the yep. picture, my replacement picture, is at my house, which you might have seen while you were strolling around in your towel. <laughs> yep. And then says, "Is this how police build cases these mm-hmm. days?" Drops the mic and walks out. I was like, "You go, girl." That was glorious. Cause was fuck solid. this guy. Solid all around. That was one of those like golf claps. Yeah, you're like as she left the room. Good for you, teenage girl standing up to this adult fucking asshole who deserves it. But good for you for yeah. having the you know strength to stand up to him, which I think was mostly because he's just such a piece of shit. She mm-hmm. could not mm-hmm. handle it anymore. Uh, then the girls are together again. We're again looking at Arya's phone. Was this the same phone from the last episode you noted? Yes, and I still can't figure out I don't what know. type they, of phone it is. They're obviously product placing it because the girls go oh is that a new phone oh i didn't even i don't remember they ask her that so i'm assuming it's like and then they show the screen so it's like the kind of product placement i can deal with where it's like a scene about using a phone and you let us see what the phone is and you're not like oh what an amazing new phone with these amazing features yeah but i don't think i there was a like a logo of any sort that would be able to make (sighs) it's possible i think it was subtle placement but we'll see yeah because they mention is it a new phone and then she says something i it sounded like she said checking my kin. Yes. And I don't know what that means. But and she well, she says that cuz she's like, "Oh, but she well, pulls up I, Facebook." If I can't, yeah, which I thought was kind of weird. So maybe that's the name of the phone is the kin. That's what I, I thought. I thought maybe that was the name of the app. But then they show was, it's actually Facebook because I feel like later on in the series even, they don't would, or can't use Facebook. They're like website yeah. page. Yeah. <laughs> like funny generic terms, but Yeah, but and I do remember Emily saying Facebook. So it, yeah, no, it was Facebook because I when think we the saw, name of the phone is the Ken. I think maybe. it is, and that sounds like a thing I vaguely remember. I don't, but I've never heard that at all. Well, <laughs> you gotta check on eBay so you can get yourself one. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, I'll do some research. Did you, you notice uh, it had Arya's like profile quote? I didn't see the oh, profile. Quote. Oh, I did. It was life is always changing. Seize opportunities and like that's all you can read of it. I was oh like, that seems very Aria. Okay, um, and then the liars are interrogating Hannah about, you know, what just went on and her talks with the detective. They're nervous. She kind of brushes them off, and they're all like, "She's being weird, right?" And then was like, "Yeah, she's being weird." Yeah, and then <laughs> Aria. Just takes that time to stroll on into Fitz's office. She just needs some more one-on-one time, just so nothing. So it seems on the up and up. Yeah. To be alone with him at every opportunity. Again, not obvious at all. Yeah, but you know what, Phil? She is simply there as a student to ask him on a date this weekend. You yeah. know, just pro- totally appropriate things. Let's, um, let's her mom, hang out. You know, her mom's having an event at the gallery she works at. The art gallery and you know there's gonna be a little party and maybe he just shows up there well she was like well what if i told my parents i was at the party and you and i hang out and then he's like well what if you actually went to the party no i think she was saying she was going she's like maybe you just run into me there no uh yeah no, 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 no. i swear he did because then he was like she's he's like and just hang out with you and your family and she's like okay well maybe we meet up after oh yeah 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 when she was gonna say I'll tell my parents I'm going to the party. I mean, maybe there was something else. But we can meet up after. Yeah, or she, whatever it is, the point is she's trying to set up a date with him, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I do love in this scene because he's, he's like, he's like, you should go to the party. 
And she's like, why? And he's like, because maybe your peers will think you've lost interest in them. And she's like, I have. I know. Look at me. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, here we go. We're just off. Okay. Okay. So you're now above every other high schooler. Yeah. Because you're interested in your teacher. And then they, they reach out and, and their pinkies touch. But only their pinkies because it's, yep. it's still innocent. Yeah. And, I, and blossoming. I, I was annoyed by this scene altogether and then of course the teacher walks in of course the teacher walks in immediately catches them being suspect as hell and goes oh oh sorry yeah <laughs> he's like, like oh oh that oh, oh no uh, that, assignment. that assignment um yeah. yeah you do that uh assignment have it to me by five um you are you are you clear on that uh yes yeah yeah it was and very... then grabs a random paper off his desk i'm like and hands it to her as if that was what she needed i'm like is this someone else's assignment like what did just maybe he might need that back later but yeah yeah, I was uh, very much like, you guys are terrible at this. Oh, yeah, they're the worst at it. Um, like, if I, I was that teacher, I'd be like, I should probably mention this to somebody. Yes. And then someone can be like, oh, that is weird because we do have this form that we declined last week. <laughs> right, right. Where she was like, oh, conflict of interest. And now you're walking She's probably in literally on here to ask him about this. And there they are. Yeah. To Ezra's credit, when she walks in and starts talking about, does he have plans for the weekend? He is like, maybe we should just talk about homework or assignments. And she's like, yeah, no, nah, I want to know what you're doing this weekend. The issue that I have with these two is that every time they are talking, I'm not really sure their motives. Like, is he only saying that he wants to talk to her about the homework assignment is because they're at school and then the moment they're not at school, they're going to be making out in fucking alleyways. I mean, we in haven't the rain. got there yet. We don't really know, and they haven't really talked about it. They just haven't been able to resist and, each other, and, and fate has pushed them. And together. that's my issue with them is again the back and she forth. She knows what she's doing, and he's trying to set up at least a boundary at school, which just to be smart for themselves, they should do out of actual yeah. decency. Should be the overall theme, but yeah, a hundred percent. But yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe he's trying, like, maybe he's a bit smarter about this now, you know, I mean, but maybe. at the same time, not... he's not, you know, can't avoid rubbing pinkies with her, you know, but he, he, he doesn't take her up on her plans, but then, yeah, they are yeah. touching hands a bit and the teacher watches and walks in and, and he it smiles, rubs. like he smiles when their hands touch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Uh, also, I figured out the phone thing. Okay, it, yes. it was a real phone. Yes. Uh, it's called the Microsoft Kin. Okay. And uh, it was very short, short-lived oh. in the world of phones. Uh, but it was designed primarily for people to use for social media. Okay. But uh, yeah, so I'm glad to know that that phone actually it's a real thing. Well, despite getting its its boost off of Pretty Little Liars, it. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to keep it going. That's a real bummer. Yeah. You know, especially with how popular social media it was, even back then, was so strong. Yeah. I mean, I remember a lot of my time You probably just didn't end up needing it. It was probably just like, well, this other thing, not being completely focused on that, can do all that anyways. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. But it makes sense to focus on that. Yeah. But, yeah. We go to spencer's new place outside of wherever he's staying now because spencer ren's new place because spencer is visiting him and the city in the city yes yes don't know what city just the city right i guess it's what pennsylvania yeah and that where they live 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should probably know that. Oh, um, um, yeah. I mean, they don't ever really... No, it's always just... Rosewood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she's basically like, hey, could you, like, convince my family that I didn't try to bang you and that was all you? And he's like, um... I kind of don't want to talk to your dad ever again, if possible. Well, he does say, like, I've tried. I've tried, yeah. Like, they're he's not interested like, in what I have to yeah. say. He's like, look, once you're out, you're out. Yeah. You know? And that makes sense. Yeah, like, he tries to, like, make some, like, elitist statement about them. Like, oh, yeah. once they've made their opinion about something. and all, It's like, yeah, once you skis illegally on their daughter while yeah. a guest's in their home. Yeah, they might be done with you, asshole. Yeah. That, it might be beyond their waspish, judgmental ways. I can understand why they've probably blocked you <laughs> in every way possible. Yes. You know? Yeah, like, I... You're it, lucky they didn't call the cops. Yeah. Yeah, you're... You should be happy that you're sleeping on some person's couch yeah. in the city. Be glad that they are more interested in in image or potentially or something yeah. like that to like want this to just go away. H- however, he doesn't help his case because no. he says his fucking line where he's like, "Maybe the biggest mistake I made was falling in love with the wrong sister." Yep. Which is like even in a British accent, which usually can save most lines, <laughs> that still sounded really weird. Why would you say that? Because he still likes her. He's still flirting with her. Yeah, but you... Your whole life just changed dramatically. Like, what is your plan here? Like, you actually going to pursue that? Like, oh yeah, maybe we can just keep dating underage girl and maybe one day we'll get married. This will just be a funny story we all talk about over dinner. You just destroyed a family and you're like, okay, well, I'm going down anyways. Yeah. I might as well just keep swinging for the fences. Right. And see if I can get more out of this underage girl. And he's also kind of just like, yeah, helping out your case. Like, you know, I'm kind of over that. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be doing helping you out there now. Also, but, hey, you're still pretty cute. Also, too, saying, using the term love like that was weird. He said falling for. Which means love. But he just said falling for. Oh, okay. He said, my real mis- maybe my real mistake is falling for the wrong sister. Still, that's, yeah. that's a very heavy thing to say. And it bums me out that it felt like for a brief moment, Spencer was like, mm, Oh, she was. I need to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she absolutely was. It's that damn accent. He had yeah. me for a second, too, Spencer. It's fine. But no, get out of there. Get out of there. Yeah. I mean, look, British accents, you know, they can they can go a long way. Yeah. I get it. But uh, yeah, I was, I was like, I can't believe you're thinking yeah. about this. He sucks. And speaking of shitty, horrible men, uh, we go to... The locker room where Emily is after swim practice going to her locker and her boyfriend Ben jumps out and scares her and is, you know, trying to be funny and flirty and starts like kissing on her. And she's like, we can't do this here. She's like, hey, like my mom's expecting me. Yeah, my mom's expecting me. We're in public. We're at school. It's you're in the girls locker room. Yeah, you're in the girls locker room. All these things. Yeah. He's like, oh, what's the deal? Like you were all over me in my car the other day. And then now I'm like a. What, was a a band geek with Funyun breath to you? Yep. (laughs) I thought that was a weird choice, but okay, you know, you're in the moment. Um, But then he's he's just kissing her. He is sort of forcing himself on her. She's Mm -hmm. she's basically like, no, chill the fuck out. And he's like... She goes, you're acting strange. Yeah. Yeah. He goes at her. He is kissing on her. He is grabbing her, pushing his body on her. Yeah. She is not liking this, and it is looking 
super messed up and then someone punches him from out of like nowhere yeah knocks him off of her and And it is save the day toby cavanaugh yes the white knight himself yes boo radley (laughs) himself he is you know if anything that's why the episode titled this he is definitely from he did kill a mockingbird he is the boo radley of this town he did carry jenna out in his arms he did you know he is the mystery figure who does heroic things but no one trusts also, he lays into Ben pretty hard. Oh yeah, which good. Uh, agreed. Uh, you know, it's, agreed. It's you know not exactly clear what's going on there, but like she is not happy. She is telling me off, and he is pushing on her all the way. It's like no, get the fuck off of here. I don't know what your intentions are in this moment, but you're a piece of shit. Yeah, because it's not even like a oh I'm just gonna pin him up against a locker so she can get away. He's like I'm right. gonna throw in like five to oh. fifteen punches. Yeah, and good for him. <laughs> Beat the shit out of this guy. Yes, and I was just like yeah. Hell yes. him up. yeah. <laughs> and Emily's immediately like, hey, stop fighting. Like, I don't want violence and stuff. But like, also, yeah, we're done, motherfucker. Like, yeah. it's over. Bye. Also, too, this is one of those scenes where, again, adults are very unaware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because if someone else heard that going on in the locker room and went in there and approached something, like, sh- shouldn't there be a teacher in there? Also, why was Toby there? Yeah. Maybe that'll come up later. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird that two guys both had the same idea of, yeah. like, I'm going to sneak into the girls' locker room. Yeah. Maybe he is just a perv. We'll still have to see. And, and and that, to me, feels like they're so heavily trying to make Toby out. Because all you know... They, they're is making that it very he, big. Yeah, all you know is that he took the blame for this. And you know uh, that he's Allison's a, accused a him top. of peeping on him. Yeah. On her. Which... We, as the liars point out, they talk about it later. We'll get to that. Um, but yeah, Emily dumps that asshole. Thank God. Good for her. I like that that was how the scene ended. Yes. She's like, we're over. Like, we're not going to have a conversation, whatever. Like, I'm making sure I make this clear right now so yeah. I don't ever have to speak to you again. Mm-hmm. Like, that is not acceptable. We're done. Um, we go to Aria visiting Ella at Ella's work at this gallery they've established she works at. Mm-hmm. And who does she find there talking to her mom? She walks into two... Crazy eyes, Meredith herself. Yep, two women giggling away and having the time of their lives. Yeah, because it appears, uh, apparently, Meredith was randomly here. Uh, Ella knows that she's uh, one of her husband's co-workers. Mm -hmm. uh, But she randomly just needed some art or advice on art and came in and, oh, Ella's mom was there. What a coinkydink. Yeah. Oh, you work here? Mm-hmm. That's so odd. Oh, let's chit-chat. Yeah, let's talk all about our lives. Arya is like, the fuck? <laughs> yes. Are you fucking kidding me, bitch? Arya immediately is like, no. I am I'd not, not having blame this. Her. Like, uh, this is full-on crazy and, yeah. like, sneaky and fucked up. Like, to me, if you were to be dating someone who's married... You would stay... Away, away from them from the unless your intention in was specifically to break them up yes like and do crazy nonsense. putting yourself in that situation where it's like hey i'm a known person that's fucked up fucked up super like i i already didn't like meredith when she showed up at mm-hmm. the coffee shop yeah but it, there was something work related in that situation yes, yes. this no no yeah uh-uh. there's no questioning anymore and you know, she or Ella mentioned how, like, oh, see you at the gallery later tonight. And then Ella walks away. And Harry's like, 
excuse me, bitch? Uh, yeah. You are not <laughs> under any means coming to this party tonight. That is yeah. not happening. Yeah. And I like that, that Arya was just like, yeah. you have to stop. Yeah. These girls are over this shit. Yeah. They are yeah. standing up for themselves Which this is, episode. We're, we're only three episodes in. Yeah. And they're already like, fuck all this. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. And you kind of like love them a little more each time. Yeah. And I hate too that Meredith plays that like, I hate her response when Arya was like, you know what you're doing. And she's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. And then walks off. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. To play that card. Oh, you yeah. know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. You uh. know that Arya knows. It, yeah. You know, it's all layers of fucked yeah. up. But we go to back to the Marin kitchen. Well, the Marin house, but it's always the kitchen in the Marin yeah. house. Yeah. And Detective Wilden's still there. Hanging now around. Always there for dinner. Always, yep. There's pizza yep. and salad making going on. Yep. And again, here we go. Another comment that he makes to Hannah. No, Hannah's not here. Yeah. No, she's not. Because she's going to the party. In the very beginning of the scene. Oh, she, and then she leaves. Oh, and okay. then she leaves. Because yeah, at the very beginning of the scene, she's there. Oh, right. And, the mo- and Ashley is like, He's hey, like, you know. need a ride. And he goes... Do you want me to take you in the 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 cop car? And he goes, "I promise I won't use handcuffs." And I was like, "That's weird." Well, he's referencing how he already took her in in handcuffs in the first episode, but it's just still, being an asshole. It was it's still weird, and it comes out kind of dirty. I didn't take it that way. I did. I don't put him above it by any means. But I think it's just him being more of a dick. Like, oh yeah, remember your uh, criminal past, which is why I'm here banging your mom. Remember all that? Ha ha. Yeah. But he's probably being a perv, too. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the yeah. fucking worst. Uh, but you're right. Hannah was there and then leaves for the party. Right. And he's left with Ashley. And Ashley catches him going through Hannah's purse or kind of like whatever spilling out. And he finds her ugly monogram bracelet of the mm-hmm. liar's monogram bracelets Allison gave them. And he's like, this looks like the one Allison had. And Ashley's like, yeah, they. she gave them each one. They right. all had one. He's like, interesting. And it's like, that's... You, that's not even a good clue dude like yeah. that, you could have found that out anywhere i don't know like i'm sure there's tons of pictures telling you that right um but ashley again people being over it she is not having this she's like all right now motherfucker now you're going through my daughter's purse she's yeah. like yeah, get a warrant for that motherfucker well he also mentions to her that he so singled her out earlier oh yeah in yeah. the interrogation and she's just like why are you just talking to my daughter and he's like whoa whoa calm down mama bear yeah and she's like <laughs> Uh, yeah mama bear and like i'm about to fucking tear your ass up that mama bear comment i would have slapped that motherfucker in the face and like get the fuck out and she basically did she didn't hit him but she was like yeah okay no and he even like he tried tries to smooth it over a little he's like oh hey you want me to help with dinner like with the salad or something she's like yeah you can help here take it go eat it by yourself yeah she's like we're done yeah so two dumpings yes we get two breakups and good for it. and you know it's it is you love you love it you love to see it because yeah, these are really great characters and this just shows like no I'm not letting this man like I made some poor choices trying to help my daughter but like now he's threatening my daughter in a different way and yeah. disrespecting us completely and like nope yeah. you're out like again you've had too much mm-hmm. like you've gone too far in this scenario you're done yes goodbye good for you Ashley uh, bye bye Wilden yes you suck forever yeah. So we hope that at least in that sense, we know he's not going to go away as a detective. Right. But at least in that sense, that hopefully will be the end of that. Yes. Yeah. 
We'll see. You know. Yep. Hannah might Hannah might jaywalk. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, he, there's still no resolution with the store. That's and true. The charges. So that's true. So she's obviously she did you this mm-hmm. when she was fired up. I'm yep. assuming later she's gonna be like, fuck. Hope that. But you know, it is probably a thing that's already everyone's moved on from. He's yeah. just hanging over her head. Yeah. But we are now at the party. The at the cabin, cabin party. party. No cons cabin party. Woo woo. Hannah is hanging out while Sean and, and Noel are playing some uh, foosball. Uh, it was uh, Sean and. Um, it was Sean and Noel. No con, right? I thought it was Ben. Oh, you're right. It was Ben. It's I think ben, Noel comes in. Yeah, it's Ben because then Emily and Maya walk in. Yes. And Hannah's like, oh, Emily. Yeah. And then Ben turns from the. Uh-huh. The foosball table and is like, "Oh, you you came." Mhm. Oh, like, she says, "Yes, just not with you." Yeah. Yeah. And uh nailed it. Yes. Perfect line. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. And Again. walks right past him. And you know, to his credit, he doesn't start shit. Good for no. him. He knows his time is done. Well, and there is a physical representation of your being mm-hmm. a piece of shit. Yep. So it's very much like if if I was in his situation, my my thing would be like I'm gonna stay away from you because I'm clearly at fault here. Yeah, I don't want that talked about. Like whatever I was yeah, planning. No like, one needs to know that I forced myself on yeah. you. Yeah, like it, it's a smart move on his part. Like yeah. you fucked up big time. Go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hannah's just in the back watching them play foosball. I'm like I am fucking horny. Yeah. <laughs> We're going off that. We already established she wants Sean bad. She yes. wants to. She feels like she needs them to, uh, you know, make it official in her eyes. That's what's going to cement their relationship, prove that they're truly a couple, prove right. that he loves her, that she's not just hefty Hannah. It'll fix all of her insecurities. Yes, you know, which, which is a hundred percent wrong, of course, but is a hundred percent understandable from a teenager. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. dealing with these things. She's a hot mess right now, but yes. you know. But here we are. We've we've established that the party is now underway. Yes. Yeah. But we cut. Take a minute to cut back to Spencer, who is not at the party. Right. She is in the at home working on her paper. Still, she has writer's block. Something. Like <laughs> She's it. written her name, yes. the date, and the title. Yes. Of that paper, and that's it. And I'm just like, well, where are your notes? Like, like I don't know. I I'm sure it, AP is a lot more intense, but like I feel like. I didn't always do all my assignments. Mm-hmm. It would suffer from things like that. But, like, also, if I needed to, like, get a paper out, I could shit one out. That would usually be an A, like, pretty fast. Like, I could regurgitate something. I could just... And it wouldn't even be my best work and have a passable grade. I yeah. feel like Spencer, super achiever, could just do that. But... A hundred percent. This does not... This it should not be this difficult. Yeah. This isn't, like, do. her master's thesis. Right. This, this isn't is the even, first paper of the this, school year. This isn't even like, a, yeah, a midterm or like a final project or yeah. assignment. But anyways, she takes Melissa's laptop that's also sitting on the kitchen counter and goes through her files to find, oh, here's her AP history paper mm-hmm. she wrote on the same topic, you know, back when she was in high school. Mm-hmm, click and drag. Got my memory stick here. Okay, maybe I could just borrow this. Yeah. And then... And I just want to say... I love the song choice. What was it? Uh, the song is Cool Enough by uh, Nicole Atkins. 
She didn't have a ton of hits. That name sounds familiar, though. But I remember when this song came out, and I was like, I like this song. Okay. You know, it was, uh, to me, it was, she, I always put Nicole Atkins, and I haven't listened to a ton of her music. I've probably listened to maybe half of an album. But I kind of put her in the same category as, like, a Nora Jones. Okay. You know? Um, Interesting. But I remember when this song was playing, I was like, oh, my God, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> This is a song I enjoy and kind of sort of forgot about, you know, very much like 303. This is music <laughs> that plays in this like arena where my brain is kind of like forgotten that these songs exist. Mm -hmm. And so I was happy to see that one. But yeah, it was a fun part of the rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then Melissa shows up and says something bitchy to Spencer. Yeah. You know. Well, it's great because Veronica comes in and is like. Hey, have you had dinner yet? She's like, oh, I made pasta. And then I think she's like, Melissa, do you want some of the, you can have some of the pasta. And she's like, I don't want to be depressed and fat. Yeah. She's like, um, I don't want to be a sad fat ass. Yeah. No, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? The jabs work for me. <laughs> they're, they're well-deserved. Oh yeah. I, and... I love Melissa and Spencer. I yeah. love that they hate each other. I yeah. love how they go at each other. It's glorious yeah. to watch. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so then they leave and I don't know if it's supposed to lead us to think like, oh, with that little jab, I'll show you, I will steal your paper. It's like, bitch, you already had the memory stick plugged in. Like you were already taking that paper. Yeah. And she copies it to her computer, changes the name and date. She is about to forge or not forge, but to plagiarize her sister's work. And what really bums me out is that if you are going to plagiarize, you should change some stuff up. Exactly. Like you're telling it. me. Like, I Genius mean, Spencer look, can't rework this paper in like 10 minutes. We have all copy and pasted from the internet onto a high school paper. I remember doing that. I never did but, that. But I at least, okay, well. But I probably at least, I'm sure I borrowed ideas and made them my own, yes. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, use spark notes and shit like that. Yeah. Like, it, these are things that people have done before yeah and but if the were... fact that you just like straight yes. up word for word was like i'm not even gonna attempt to change anything no else. it's like come on girl it's like what else what is it's not she goes to the party after yeah it's like you've got time in the evening clearly like okay yeah also too this i mean you should still have time over your weekend so hopefully you go back and make some changes and and switch it up you a know bit. that'd be nice we'll see yeah, yeah. but you know, she's making her own little desperate choice there. But... We also find out in this, at the end of this scene, that Ren is still talking to Melissa in some way, shape, or form. Well, we find out that he did reach out as Spencer requested. Yes. And because Melissa's like, yeah, I was wondering why he called and then yeah. he brought you up and I realized he's here doing your dirty work. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you really think that I'm going to believe that you just went out to the city just to clear your name? Yeah. And it's like, dude, you didn't have to mention, oh, well, Spencer stopped by and wanted me to clear the air. It's like, oh, maybe you just say you want to make yeah. known what happened and it was not her fault. Yeah, but the fact that he mentioned that, it's like, that doesn't look good for you, No, buddy. that doesn't look good for anybody, clearly. Yeah. So Melissa's just even more pissed. And then what does she say to her? She's like, and I thought I was pathetic. Yeah. She's like, you two deserve each other. Yes. <laughs> And it's like, hey, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we cut to the party where Spencer is now at. Mm -hmm. And Emily is filling in the liars about Toby 
punching Ben. Now, yeah. we don't get into anything else. We don't know if she talked about him, you know, assaulting her or their, even their breakup or all that. Right. They're, they're just in this moment, at least. I don't know if this is the only thing they're interested in. They're like, Toby, what was he doing there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they call him like, they're like, well, we know he's a pervert, which yeah. Emily points out. Well, we never witnessed any it of that. Allison Al- said Al- it. Yeah, Allison was the only one yeah. that knew about it. Yeah. And, you know, nothing we've seen from Allison thus far, the flashbacks, you know, make her a reliable narrator. So right. who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but good point. Um, and then uh, they show us with flashbacks that Toby took the fall for them. Yeah, Spencer sees Toby lurking in the shadows. No, this is what's crazy. She doesn't, Phil. I thought that too. But then you see it closer up a second later, and like they make it clear, you can see it. It's just some random guy. It's not Keegan Allen. It's not oh, Toby. Oh, it's not? It's no. not Toby. It's just some random no, dude? No, I, I have no clue whatsoever who it is from having watched before. Weird, because I feel like they show his face, and yeah. then he smiles and Because it's kind away. of in the shadows. He looks like freaking like Angel from Buffy and Angel, like the old like shows, they, you know, like yeah. shots they would show of him coming out of an alley. It's just this dark, tall, in shadow man. Yeah. No, it's not him. Weird. They cut closer to it again and you can tell it's not him and he smiles creepily or like yeah and then like backs away or like walks away or something yeah walks out of okay but then after it happens at the same time around they do another flashback and they show uh spencer catches that uh, at least she she sees ali at the night of the jenna thing of yeah. the explosion talking to toby uh aggressively mm-hmm. you know being like you know, you better do it or something. And then like storms off and see Spencer. She's like, I thought I told you to wait over there. I'd handle it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the girls in the flashback are together. They're like, Oh God, what's going on? Hannah's extra nervous, which Allison doesn't waste a second being like, you want to be hefty Hannah hanging out alone on a Friday (laughs) night again with an extra bag, extra large bag of chips. And like, at least that liars are like, Allison, I think it's Arya specifically, she's like, cut it out. Yeah. Like, leave yeah. her alone, which is good for them. Like, they don't show that, like, they put up with this, you know? Yeah. And then, a typically with, typical with Allison, we never, it's hard to tell what's sincere with her. Right. She stops and is like, I'm sorry. And she seems sincere, mm, but we know how yeah. manipulative she is. And right. she wants them to be under her spell at this yeah. moment, especially since they're all in trouble. And she's like, look, I'm just scared. You know, I didn't mean that. Um, but like, I'm worried, worried what's going to happen to us. You know, she's like, let's just go. Um, yeah. And then we, and then we have, uh, cut back to that guy. Like we said, some new mysterious guy and he makes that creepy smile. And then we go to Hannah with Sean. He's like, why'd you want to come here? Like she takes him to like the barn outside or something. Yeah. They're in some like loft or something. I don't know where they are. That's why I said, I feel like it's a bar something, but it's got like one of those barn type lofts, something they climb a ladder up to. They're at the top. There's some hay. They're laying down. He's like, why'd you, why'd you want to come here? Yeah. (laughs) And she makes her little goofy, uh, Uh, well, I thought you liked contact sports. Yeah. Cause he was playing foosball. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! I thought you were into contact sports. She's she's horny tonight, you know. But she's she's ready to go. She is like, hey, you know, now and let's you know, go. Even though we already established that he before was talking about how he wanted to wait, and she's like, is this just because of your father? Because her father's a 
a reverend or preacher and he's mm-hmm. like no this is what i want but here she is she's like the only man that could ever reach me is a son of a preacher man. she she wants him um yeah she's all she's over like him. i don't want to hear you quote scripture nope get those pants off yes <laughs> bibles down yes i'm waving this condom in front of your face so you know exactly what is yes. going to happen she is coming on so strong so strong and is really out of line because he it's aggressive. already it's aggressive and he already made himself clear yeah. previously about his where he stands with these things right and he's telling her directly again at this time he says things like you know hannah stop Hannah, like i don't want to do this yeah and it's kind of interesting we already see someone being overly forceful with their partner with mm-hmm. with ben and emily and here it kind of shows like you know not that oh women do this too right. but it just shows that these fucked up concepts we had in our minds you know we still do in a lot of ways and going back only had even more so and are just now starting to like talk about more specifically yeah um you know they had these gender tropes and expectations and it was like a lot of men felt like oh i'm supposed to be more forceful and make the woman you know comply she wants to say yes and and just like hannah here she has that same thought in reverse like of course he wants to do it like i can't disrespect his in feelings and wants because I'm the girl. If I'm ready to go, he's got to be ready to go, you know? So it's interesting that she's crossing his boundaries the same way. But, like, I imagine she is not even think, seeing that at all. No. You know? No. Well, because she's so blinded by those insecurities. Yes. It's very much about that. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, we don't want to let her off the hook for that. But it is just interesting to show that, like, yeah, these these sorts of, you know, tropes and gender norms, like, they, you know, they're not good for anyone. No. Always worse for women, of course. No. But, like, they're, you know... And it, it bummed me out how she reacted to it, too. Yes, because she you gets know? mad and lashes out because she's in a place of insecurity. Yes, and I get it. But at the same time, I you know, because he even is like, hey, it's cold up here. Right, he's you know? being the only decent guy we've seen in Rosewood so far. Yeah, and she's like, I don't want to get away from me. Yeah. You know, and so I was kind of bummed out by that reaction, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, because she just feels like he's being rejected because he can't see her past being head right. to Hannah. And she mentions that. And he's like, she's like, you just can't see me as more than the, you know, hefty Hannah chasing you around, you know, trying to do things for you. And he's like, no, I liked that girl. He's like, this new one seems desperate. Yeah. And it's which, like, that's ooh. harsh, but like. Sometimes it's got to be said, though. Yeah. If someone's going to be that aggressive yeah. in that situation, then you you need to say something that's going to make them kind of falter back and be like, whoa, wait a second. Yeah, and Seth's really taking more of a moment to get more into it. But, you know, he's, I understand. But she's only going to hear, oh, I'm desperate. Yeah. I'm hefty Hannah. I'm, no one loves me. Yeah. You know, I'm still that girl, Mm -hmm. you know, unfortunately. And so you you feel for her, but, like, she was a hot mess out. She was being mean to, you know, inappropriate and uh, disrespectful to the only nice man we've met so far, unfortunately. But... She's going through it, and we still feel for her. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Emily and Maya are still being all cute and having a good time at the party. They go to a photo booth that is set up. Yes. And they're inside the photo booth and chit-chatting. And uh, uh, Maya says, "How I, oh, maybe if this comes out good, I'll replace my <laughs> yeah. my license photo with yeah. it. You know, I... She's like, oh, I'm sure it's not bad. She's like, oh, I, I went past bad into full Snooky. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another up? dated reference. But... Yeah. And one that know. I got, though, this time. Oh, yeah, exactly. Know, that one we got. This one, yeah. And 
Emily is like, you know, oh yeah, we all have bad pictures, and she's like, like mine's probably worse than yours. She's like, how could that be? Like, yeah. girl, like she's like, you're crazy beautiful. Yeah, you're like, oh, and Emily's kind of like, uh, let's take the picture. Yeah, you know. let's hurry up and get this done. With. You know, only cute, not like nervous, but just like, oh, yeah. you know, like I, she's, you know, obviously, stop it. Yeah, she's not Say good more. at, you know, yeah, but yeah. she's not good at, you know, uh, she's humble, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's very cute, and they start taking the photos, and like on the second or third, they're just looking at each other, and they're at it. They're ma- yep. they're making out. They're kissing. Yep. First kiss for them. First kiss. Very cute. Very sweet. And oh, it's caught on tape. Yeah. On film. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, we see a someone all in black and black gloves on grabs their photo as it prints outside of the booth. Uh, they step out of the little curtain in the booth and they're all like where are the pictures no and not, it's funny too because maya's even like do you think they sell pizza here like she's like not even cares about the photos yeah she's just like okay well i've made out with you and now i'm hungry let's go get pizza yeah and Emily's like, well, wait photographic a evidence of <laughs> yeah. my lesbian nature. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm still working that out with myself. I'm not ready for that to be, you know, yeah, printed out necessarily for the world just right. yet. Um, where is it? And Maya's like, well, I don't know. Maybe it ran out of ink or so. She's like, no, but, but seriously, where is it? But after she points out that yeah, maybe it's out of paper or ink or something. It's like, right, uh, okay, you know, Emily it goes. It makes on. sense. Like, uh, y- yeah. those are logical reasons. Yes, but... and we don't know how Emily feels about it. Like, it's something new to her. She's, but she's right. not necessarily like, oh my god, I can never let anyone ever know. Um, and she's very much enjoying her time with Maya. So they go off, and she's she's happy enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I realized that actually that scene happened and then we get the scene where it's back with hannah and sean still and yeah it happens kind of in the middle of it yeah together and you know that's where he says the line about how you know this new you seems a bit desperate you know um and she you know he leaves and she's crying and then she goes and grabs his car keys yeah while he's back playing foosball yes Somehow that table was not taken up. He used to reserve that table for the whole night. His love for foosball. I want to know where that that came from. Yeah. But yeah, she decides to take the keys to his Fast and Furious Yes, car he's got a little had. souped up, a little muscle car or something. Yeah, with the spoiler and the, the low jack. Yeah, it was like, the, okay, Sean. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's an interesting car choice. And I guess what happens right before she grabs his keys, though, is another A text. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it's saying, uh, heads up, Han. Hefty Hannah never gets the guy. A. Ooh. Oh, that one was harsh. A. And that's probably what was like, oh, you want me to do something yeah. irrational? Yeah. She's like, I got your irrational. Oh, you want to see Hefty Hannah? <laughs> Here she is. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Size, take the car keys. Yes. Um, we uh, cut from there to the gallery. Yes. And Arya uh, sees Meredith show up there, and she is just like, "Bitch!" Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, uh, how many times do I need to say this? Yes. And you know, truly, like, it's I. Who could believe this woman has the balls to show up here? It's very ballsy. Oof. Yes. And this was where it was just like, okay, yeah. any bit of hatred that I have, it's turned up to 10. Yeah. Like, I hate you. Yes. Oh, yeah. And Arya is not having it. Here she is going fully off. She yep. has done her moment to, like, let people know what's what. And yeah. she tells her, 
like, what part did you not understand of our conversation before? I mean, I yeah. told you to not come here and stay the hell away. And she's like, well, I listened. You talked. Like, yeah. She goes, listen, sweetie, I'm not in high school. You don't have any say in this. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. She's, Meredith is now at the like, she is I'm like, gonna get what I want. I'm gonna fuck your daddy. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I'm gonna be wow. banging your dad and then going out to lunch with, with your, your mom. mom and telling her about the guy I banged the knife before. Right. Yeah. It, it's very much like Ooh. you have. I can't, I can't, I can't yeah. do this. You gotta go. You know, if we're gonna start burying bodies, maybe this is. Oh one. my god! Yeah. So and and Arya's just like I mean, to her credit, she she stood her ground and said what's what, but Meredith like told her back like, well, this is actually what's up. Okay, and yeah. just walked away. And Arya's just standing there like, the fuck just happened? Yeah. Um. And then that's actually where we cut to Anna getting the text and she grabs Sean's car keys. And then we would come back to Arya, who's now at Ezra's place. And Mm -hmm. she's crying and she is, you know, understandably sad about what's going on with her family. She knocks on the door. He's like, hey, what the hell are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe don't come in. I don't think that's a good idea. He always tries to. I mean, because honestly, the pressure's on him. He doesn't respect it enough because he should never touch her again after he knew. But, um, you know, he keeps trying to draw some kind of line. Right. And he sort of does. But she's like, okay, I guess it was stupid to come here. Um, and he's like, well, wait, what's what's wrong? She's got him again. It's like... She gets him just ooh. enough to where he's like, okay, I don't want her to walk away, but she needs to. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're, like, fully trying to manipulate Amari. But, like, if you were, it's working. You're you're doing what you need to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and she because she says her pretentious shit. Mm-hmm. You know that I think he also eats up too. Oh, hundred. You know where she says shit like I think in this scene she says something like, "Oh, can't we just be here?" And no, this she she moment? says to him, "He's like, are you okay?" She goes, "Can we just be here together right now or something?" Yeah, yeah. and you're just like, "Can we just be here for a moment?" Yeah, because like, like you know he's a hopeless romantic. Oh yeah. And, and he takes her in his arms. Yeah. And yeah. this is actually sweet. That's the other fucked up thing. It's like they get you with their bullshit sometimes until you remember, oh, yeah, this is illegal and inappropriate. Because. But he's there for her in this moment. He comforts yes. her. He's like, okay, I, I don't want you to come in. That is seems mega inappropriate. But I want to be here for you as well. And this is a tough spot. Because I think they are trying to really make this feel like it's Not romance. a crime. Yes. And this that is That they're not just something... in a pickle. Yeah. <laughs> It's not purely sexual. Yes. This is, hey, these this could be true love. Yeah, so in this moment, he's not just like, oh, I can't resist kissing you again. He's like, I can't resist comforting you because right. I care about you and I don't want to see you in distress. Yes. And, I mean, also, Arya's there with those big doll eyes, those big blue eyes with those tears dropping. I'm like, who could stand up to that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, she again, she knows... <laughs> She knows how to manipulate. Because, I mean, she's, yeah, her eyes are, they're very big. Yes. And, you know, she just. She had me in that moment, and I think she's full of shit, but I was like, oh, yeah. comfort her. Yeah. <laughs> just give her a hug. Yeah. Please, she needs it. Yeah. So they do, yeah. you know. Um. And then we see Hannah uh, jumping into Sean's car. Uh Mona shows up for a second, like, "Oh, hey, Han! Oh, oh, what you, what you do? Why you, why you, why you getting into Sean's car, Han? Yeah. Han?" And 
Hannah's already taken off. Yeah. And oh, then we go back to Emily, who I guess is home now, and sees. This is when she sees Toby outside. She sees Toby. Uh, so I guess Toby lives across the street from her. Okay. Because she's, I think, outside of her house and sees him across the street right. on the porch where he lives with Jenna, his stepsister. So Jenna and Toby live across the street from Emily, mm-hmm. who lives a- behind the De Laurentiis we'll- Allison's house, Maya's house. Okay, we'll, we'll work we'll on that. We'll get, get there. there. We'll eventually get there. Yeah. Um, but she goes over and is like, basically like, hey, I, like, I didn't thank you, you know, like thanks for protecting me in the locker room like while he's just like creepily fidgeting with something will not make a will not make a facial expression to save his life in this doesn't say a word he knows he's full boo radley in this one he's supposed to be mysterious so we don't know what to think of him and yeah what is he looks like a he's just like an old am radio that he's like playing i guess it looked to me like a remote control car remote he's just fingering the hell out of that thing and making no expression and just looking yeah, at just her. just staring dead-eyed. And you're just like, dude, say something. Acknowledge S- her. Seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think he says words, maybe, but... I don't think he does. I, I don't think he says anything. I think you're right. But someone no, says something he, to him, who he responds to. And that's when he responds. Our sweet baby Jenna's sitting up in that corner of that, of that uh, patio yeah. in the complete dark, which... Why is she thanking you? Yeah. Why did she say thank you? Uh-huh. What's that about? He's like, it's not like that. He's like, it's not what you think. Yeah. Or yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. She does not seem happy about this. No. Um, it, it's And it's beautiful because it's like, of course, Jenna's just creepily sitting in the dark corner yep. where Emily can't see her. But also, hey, of course, it doesn't matter to her if the lights are on or not. She's a blind woman. Like, it's not affecting right. her, but it also plays perfectly into her mysteriously being cloaked and hidden away. Yes. And I liked that, too, because when you're looking from Emily's perspective, you don't see Jenna at all. She's, like, behind a post Mm -hmm. where there is a clear shadow, and it's like, I like this. I like the way that this was done. Yes. Loved it. Yeah. And, see, I feel like that's what I forgot to talk about. I guess right before this, probably, or right after, we see that Hannah crashes Sean's car. Yeah, somewhere mixed in between um, the two scenes between Arya and Ezra and and yeah and this scene it's somewhere in there. But yeah, yeah. yeah we, she's like crashed in the woods. Like it doesn't look like they're like she looks like she's still in the woods. Yeah, we don't actually know where she is it, or how far from the cabin she is. She didn't get very far from what it, it seems doesn't like. look like it. But yeah. she's crashed into a rock. Yeah. Like, she just swerved off into it. Something, I mean, we didn't get into how much she's been drinking. The show didn't, it showed her drinking. I think we're to presume she was at least a little intoxicated. Yeah, was this, like, intentional? Was this your purpose when you got into the car? True. You know, because that's, that was the thing that I was very confused by. Right. Is like, was this your, was this exactly what you wanted to destroy his car? That's a good point. I feel like she was just mad, like, let me get out of here. I'll take your car. Oh, no, I crashed it. But you know what? Who knows if she cares yeah, or what I mean, she she's intends. very angry at him in that moment. She is. And she just gets out of the car like, oh, fuck. Like, I, yeah. oh, she whoops. doesn't seem happy about it, but then also just walks right away from it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I want to know what your intentions in this scene are. Well, we will, I guess we will find out more yeah. about it. Yeah. But... For now, we are back in the woods, 
yes. with the liars. Second attempt at finding this shed we yes. know nothing about. Yes. <laughs> the shed of little importance, but possibly, possibly. all of the importance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And this is okay, I was gonna say I forgot to say this earlier, but this is when Arya makes the bench comment. The memorial bench. Oh yeah. It wasn't the first time oh, okay. this is the time when she makes the uh yeah, maybe we should have a bench set up for her which in i'm just public. like that's such a weird that's the thing is that, that a ha- common thing yeah though? like just just to oh, have like a it's, it'll just be a bench in a park and just it'll have a little plaque somewhere like you wouldn't oh, even okay. necessarily know so it'll be like in honor of allison joe yeah um you know that's that that happens yeah um, i did not know that okay you know i mean it's not always necessarily like a memorial for a missing girl who turned up dead i don't know i guess it could be for anything but sometimes you'll see plaques on statues or benches but also the other thing is too because she's like yeah i want the their killer to see it every day and it's like you don't know who the killer is no but i guess she's she says she's like if they're still in town yeah and she knows this town's like three square you know it's three blocks of yeah street that's all and nobody leaves no everyone stays in this town everyone's always there they graduate and then they either work in a business there or they go and work at the college there. Yes, yes. That's how at Hollis. That's college. how this works. Yes. Yeah. Um, but Spencer reveals to the liars that Allison had something on Toby, and that's yeah. how she got him to take the fall for them. Mm-hmm. Which you know was with good information because it's like, why did he just take the fall for you? Like, why yeah. would he do that? Um, but she does not know what it is. And they're like, why didn't you tell us this before? And I guess she's just kind of like, I, I don't know. I just, I was under, I mean, I'm still thinking about keeping it a secret for Allie. Like, I right. think about the fact she's dead now. And, you know, that's how things were with Allie. Exactly. Yeah. And we get our first A scene where we, I mean, who we presume is A at least. Where we see A in their lair or that we see that person in black. Before that, though, we should mention in the fo- in the woods oh that's right you're right no, i'm sorry yeah. yeah we hear no they hear noises More again noises and what do they find they find allison's bracelet yes uh which i thought was really funny because they all come up on it hannah notices it and she looks down and one girl i don't know which girl said it but one girl looks to another girl and i don't know if hannah had tapped on spencer's shoulder and then uh spencer looks down and goes oh is that yours and it's like, why would you ask that when it's very obviously it says Allison on it? Maybe she couldn't read it from there at first. I don't yeah, know. I, it, it was such a weird way that they did that. Yeah. Like it's again, it's one of those like small or like to things. like play with the audience, but the audience can clearly read it, and it yeah, says Allison. Like if you look down, like even from my distance, yeah. I can see that that clearly says Allison. Yeah. So I thought that was yeah a little interesting and also not a very impactful sort of finish to this show. However, yeah. then of course, like you said, we now get our first sort of yes possible A reveal. Yeah, in their layer. Yeah, and they are <laughs> printing out the pictures from the photo booth of Emily and Maya kissing. Yeah, but then putting it all over, all over the a entire room, huge wall. All yeah. we see is this little printer, which I guess A was like. I got me this new photo printer, and yeah. I'm going to get my money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Print, print, yeah. print. Uh, they are printing out in wallet size, blow Everything, up. Everything, yeah. Full-blown poster. Yes. Full collage of it. I'm like, I get that 
apparently A is uh, Maya and Emily Shipper. Uh, Maya, Miley? And I, don't, I don't know what their shipper that name works. would be. Miley? Uh, and I get it. So are we. Look, yeah. They're, they're, we're, we're on board with this adorable. relationship. Well, but do you need to print this many This out? is a lot. This is <laughs> a lot of paper wasting. It's not even different photos. No. A proper stalker would at least have... Multiples. Yeah. And like when they're scissoring the coffee cup maybe have a picture of yes, that yes somewhere sprinkled you in. know have fo- all these things it's just the same photo printed in multiple sizes pasted across an entire wall yeah i guess clearly there for the audience to be impactful as a crazy creepy extreme thing like here's your secret 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 but it's like yeah this isn't even a public wall this is just for you a eh? this is a lot you'd really need to calm down and it's it's like this is your first reveal uh, aside from like when you take the photos yeah but also like this puts doubt for me as like your puppeteering game if this is what you're doing in your free time (laughs) you know it's complex (laughs) i just it's such a weird it is super weird such a weird choice for this scene i thought it was a weird way to end the episode and i feel like it also starts the tradition i believe other scenes were like this when we cut to like a doing creepy at things the end they, of a scene at the end, at of, the end episode, of an episode yeah. and they play some kind of like music, slow yeah. jazzy sounding music mm-hmm. this one they're playing uh unforgettable and like yeah. there's some cover that's playing some kind of music like that while they're doing something creepy it's pretty great it's very cheesy oh yeah yeah it's when we're getting into these full camp craziness and mwah. yeah yeah, love it. There's gonna start revving up here, but yeah, I do. I will say I do like the the start of this kind of a tradition where you know we're gonna start seeing this shadowy figure, yeah, um, kind of sprinkled in because you know before we were just getting the text messages. Yeah. So I liked in this one that hey, here's a physical person. They're wearing a giant oversized hoodie, so you have no idea what their body type is like. No, they're wearing gloves. You don't even know what their skin color is. This their gender, anything. It could be anybody yes which i like you know um but it's good to see there's a physical entity an actual person yes so yeah yes it's in fact i guess not allison's ghost no using the internet no it's an actual <laughs> that we know person. of we'll see it could be anybody yeah. But, yeah um but yeah so that's episode three done that was that was quite an episode i felt like episode two was kind of you know still introducing characters and setting things up but then i felt like this episode was just like all right here we motherfucking go let's like turn up some of these characters and their shitty qualities up even higher let's you know Mm -hmm. let's really push and push and push and push and i i was very like i even think after i watched it the first time i was like i can't wait to talk about this episode because there's so much in this episode to unpack yeah yeah it was a solid solid third episode yeah yeah super psyched for more yeah makes but... up for the shitty title for the show for the episode <laughs> i like it i like it <laughs> um, okay so we are at that point we have to pick our mvp liar of the episode yes best do you of, have your pick ready best i do not okay this is a tough it's one. a tough one i yeah. have mine I have my worst liar locked in. Okay, that one I haven't figured out, so okay. we'll get to that so next. So I'll go one. first with that one. Okay. So, so let All me right. hear your MVP I, liar. There's a lot of reasons back and forth either direction. It's not a clean win. Mm-hmm. I had to give it to Hannah. Okay. And that's because she was 
so glorious. Didn't in... she get it last episode too? She did. Yeah. Okay. She's, you know, I mean, okay. it's sort she's of like her arc up. though, because yeah. she is the character the most. I feel like who throughout the show really finds herself. Who was it a top? Who was she competing with? <sighs> it's tough because I mean, you know, I guess if she was, if it was a. It would have been Arya, I guess, just because Arya had some right. good showdown moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, Between the, that's how I feel. I'm kind yeah. of, but she just really let the detective have it, and mm-hmm. it was like that was a hard thing to do. Like that was a brave thing. Like he's in your face, and he's already crossed lines where you're not going to have to treat him like mm-hmm. you might another adult. But like he is an adult and an authority figure. Yeah. Good for you. You shut his shit down. You called him out on all his bullshit and creeping on your mom. Right, and that was glorious. Um. <laughs> which is hard on the other hand when her other scene is not respecting sean's boundaries being a drunk hot mess being desperate not being fair to him at all right being too hard on herself and then ending that by wrecking his car yeah but at the same time well look phil like i, I think both of us are generally reasonable you know logical human logical beings. human yeah, beings i would agree but also in our hearts no. we are we're messy bitches who love drama agreed so agreed there was something glorious about her just walking away from that crash car like oops oh god <laughs> and i i can see where you're coming from but because yes it was i do hard. enjoy drama but I mean, I'm not. I'm I not set my limitations. It. That's fair too. It, so it it was and hard. property damage in yeah. any right. Yeah, but you know, it was so at least impactful that I'm like, because you know, our criteria can be different things. You know, right. sometimes you're just gloriously a hot mess that might you might get our win. I don't know. You gave her the win, but I had the to give it mess. to her yeah. because of how great her standing up to that cop was and yeah. her growth. And her, like, sort of starting to do her journey of embracing. Yeah, sometimes I'm, like, a different thinking sort of, you know, airhead. Yeah. But I'm also a smart, independent, you know, confident person or becoming more confident. And and I'm showing that as well. Yeah. And asserting herself. And I love it. Okay. Um, I... I would say that I couldn't give it to Hannah because of the car accident. That's fair. That's fair. Um, and I really do want to give it to Arya because she did stand up for herself. But again, if she's manipulating, it's, it's tough. It's It's hard when she got, she got things done either way. So it's really tough. So I am going instead going to give it to Emily. All right. Because she handled and reacted to a very bad situation well yeah you know she stood up for herself and then got the fuck out of it she said we're over and unlike some situations where uh, and obviously this is a more of an extreme but sometimes where a breakup occurs after a fight and then that initial meeting they come back together and it's like oh i guess maybe i could give you another chance i love that she was firm and like, no, fuck you. Mm-hmm. You're a true piece of shit. I have absolutely no desire to be around you anymore. But then still did it in a classy way. Like one line and I'm out. Like, yeah. I'm not here for drama. Yes. And I I like that she handled that. I like that she's now maybe starting to, um, you know, really take that. She's single now. She's kissing yeah. Maya. You know, and she's like, you know what? I have these feelings. 
let's go for it she put herself out there and i enjoyed that as well Mm -hmm. and she also thanked the guy for saving her at the end of the day yeah you know she's the the one who's reaching out to toby she's like i'm not just gonna write him off especially based off of things that allison said right it's like hey you did something nice for me i'm gonna forego what my friend my previous now dead friends feelings are towards you yeah or the other liars just yeah feeling weird or worried about anything involving the jenna thing at this point she was a good person yes in this episode so she she gets the mvp for that because be just because that's good aria and hannah both also did negative things yeah especially yeah okay you know what i will i will give it over to i'm gonna switch to emily as well i think you're right especially i because i was like trying to remember what she did i'm like no those are really good points and again it's you don't you kind of ignore her yeah in terms of giving these awards because like in the last episode especially she's not really doing much she's just doing really good personal growth yes and being a good person like you said yes and exploring her sexuality and dealing with the death of somebody who she was into as more than a friend in some ways um so it it is kind of you immediately want to go to the very drastic dramatic uh liars when you're picking these awards um yeah i'm I'm gonna give it to i I think emily's all right deserving of it emily gets this one you're right i like that uh in terms of worst liar worst liar the one name we didn't say (laughs) i think i gotta give it to spencer spencer i think so too she was just a hot mess this episode god bless her and at no point does she really have any redeeming qualities no i mean she tries to clear like set things straight with ren but that's really just for her own good and it's the complicated situation because of her own actions yeah and also too like you go on the defensive so much so that you end up saying something that's offensive to oh, your sister out of line yeah, yes where it's like oh maybe you should be thinking about why he's going around kissing other women yeah. it's like whoa now is not the time yeah that was you're right and then goes to see him horrible idea yes you're right and then she cheats then she straight up plagiarizes like how much more because that is also another situation that if things like if someone finds out her academic world and reputation are very important to her but also for her sister because it's like oh did your sister allow you to do that was your sister in on this plagiarizing you've now violated her trust or her property her all of that yeah it's it's not good yeah there was nothing no, that's that all. I felt, you know, was redeeming for her in no, any way. In this you're episode. right. Yeah. Mine is the same. We are yeah. in alignment. It is <laughs> yeah. Emily for the win and Spencer for the fail. Yeah. Yeah. She's slowly. I feel like she's going to win some in the future, but she's she's off to a slow start. Right now, it is tough to want to give her that MVP award because she. And I think the problem was and is with her is that. In that first episode, you try and drive home, you know, she's an academic, she's level-headed, she's kind of the mom of the group, the logical one, and then very quickly it's like, oh, she could be the one with the messiest of all Mm -hmm. these problems. Like, these are problems that she's putting on herself. Like, with Hannah, it's a situation that was thrust onto her, Yeah, you know, with the detective. I mean, Arya... It was thrust upon her mother, really, but... Yes, but she is... That she is having to handle that aria is is also a mess but you know that's the whole misconception of what love is um so i i 
you know yeah i'm not supporting her but i'm just like okay we just need to break this habit and try and yes you know pull you away from this this thing that you can't seem to get away from yeah. but spencer it seems like it's the most active in being a hot mess so far yeah yeah and the, i think for me the plagiarizing is what put it over the edge where i was like regardless of how this episode ends yeah you've now definitely hit that you're the worst one yeah agreed yeah all right well that is the end of our episode uh so like and subscribe check us out check out our instagram yes uh plg podcast is the instagram uh you can head over there and we are also, um, for anyone, if you want to pass on that we have this podcast out, we're also on Google uh, and Stitcher and iHeartRadio as well. And after this episode, shortly bef- between now and the next episode coming out, uh, we will also be on Apple Podcasts as well Yes. Um, moving forward. Uh, we're even going to probably post them to YouTube. Um, so there will be a link tree, hopefully by the time this episode is up. There will be a link tree in the Instagram with everywhere that you can go. Uh, And again, that's at PLG Podcast. Uh, So, yeah. We will see you next week. All right. Bye.